You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Weekends were made for sports. Now do the robot voice. I want to hear it again. Meet more sharp robot. That's a terrible robot voice. A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. Everyone, meet freelance alien bounty hunter, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp? The football guy? Yeah, I hunt aliens now. Used to catch TDs, now I catch ETs. You ever caught an alien, Shannon? Not yet, Mr. Question, but I'll let you know when I do. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. Where are the turtles? Where are the turtles? Come on, guys, get out of here. Where are the turtles? And Rashad Taylor. Nobody calls me Lebowski. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. On 1080 The Fan. Hour 2 of 2 here on Sports Sunday. Welcome back in. With you until 11 o'clock. If you missed the first hour, Les Schwab Tires podcast is where you can find it on 1080thefan.com and the Odyssey app and Apple Podcasts and Google Play and wherever else it is that you find podcasts. You can find that, except for Spotify. We're not on there. God, uh, I'm going to miss this view when we're gone. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, my blinds are closed today, but um, yeah, we're, we're moving in a couple months, right? Ugh. Yes. I am kind of sad. Yeah, it's just, you know. This is, say what you will about this building. It's kind of a piece of crap. But uh, the view, boy, <laughs> the view is fantastic. The view is awesome. And I feel like, I fear that we won't have any view that's anything close to. Well, we'll see. Depends if we're on a higher floor. Because we're sort of near the river where we where we're going. So if we're up a little bit, we may be able to see it. But it's not going to beat we're a esplanade away from the river here in this building. I'm more so talking about just the oh the people just watching. The people that go by running, trying to stay in shape. Just, mm. you know, God bless them. Rashad's favorite thing to do is to people watch. People watch out the window while we're doing the show. And if someone particularly interesting squirrel goes by. He will follow them through the two windows in this room and then the two windows in the next room, although I think those are closed off now. Those are closed right now. Um, And then I would have to do the inevitable whiplash, neck go that way. Can I see what he saw? No, I can't because I'm not facing that way. He goes, well, you missed it, Mike. But it's worth it. There's a reason I sit in this chair. Even when you're not here and it's just me and Joe or, man, I'm sitting here, whomever – if I bring in someone else to to kind of fill your shoes, they're sitting in that chair. Really? This is, this Even when you I bring want, in someone else, they absolutely. go they go on the one. This chair? is where I want to sit. This wow. is this is the one chair. This is the best seat in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, it, it's weird. We've been in this building my entire time here. Yeah. I mean, I, I came here in 2011. We've been in this building, and it's weird to be moving. Very, very weird to be moving. Moving sucks, man. Yeah, luckily uh, for me, well, I'm going to be moving here in a month, too, for real. But um, for me here, like, I already packed my desk. I don't have to move anything else. 
It's just, I have a box in my in my apartment right now with my desk stuff, and I'm just waiting to bring it to the new place. Although I don't think I'm going to be having a desk, so I don't I don't know. <laughs> you have a cube? I don't know. It's a it's a weird space. Apparently, I'm not really sure what they're going to be doing with it, but uh, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. Oh, well, looks like someone's prepping from home. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I guess so. I already kind of do that anyway. So, <laughs> um, it is weird though. I love the view. I think the nice thing is is the windows just looking out to anything. There are oh, offices absolutely. in this building that don't have windows. I know that a lot of people in a lot of offices don't have windows or you look at a parking lot or you look at another building or I mean if you're if you got to do 910 so so 1080 is here, 910 just across the hall, like literally a step and a half across the hall. Yes. And so if you're doing 910 like you're stuck in that wall, there is no window to look out at the river. Or There's a window like to look out to the hallway. <laughs> to look out to the hallway. So I guess you can stand in the hallway and look at the river. But, yeah, this is this is prime seeing Like, the fan, to, I mean, us and who else has a view? I think that we're the, it's the best view in the We in have the house. best view, yeah. yeah. it's the best view. It's like a corner office type thing. Yes. Yeah. But uh, KGON also can see it. A and little bit. No, they've got a pretty good one. 94.7 is a little bit more limited, but... Yeah, we've yeah. got we're right on the right on the bank. We're almost the on the corner of the building. Yes. Technically the meeting room has the best view. So if you're coming <laughs> by, if you if you run, if you come by, you stop and wave. I'll wave back. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> nice to see you. I won't invite you in, but I'll definitely wave. There was a there was a listener the other day who scared the living crap out of me cuz he I was like I was talking and I looked over and I guess it was dark out and he had his hands up to the window like this around his face looking in. So I looked, and he's just like on the window, and then he waves, and then what left? I was like, ah, hi. You know, for the last few shows, <laughs> they could sh- they should set up like some type of college game day atmosphere right outside the window. And seriously, <laughs> well, the show's not going away; it's just the building. No, I'm saying just to just to, you know how often are fans going to be able to really interact? Because that's that's a cool thing, and I know I've, I've I don't heard... I don't think any host wants that. I'm sure, Rashad. sure they do. Come on, I'm sure they do. Well, let we'll us do our shows it. in peace, huh? We'll talk about it. Oh, we're so distracted here. You, know, you can't hear anything. They can't knock on the window. It's not loud. They can knock it's, on the window. It's like soundproof glass, right? It's not soundproof. You sure can yell through it. Sure it is. I'm going to go yell through it at the break, <laughs> and we're going to see if you can hear this. Oh, trust me, dude. Do you remember Bikegate from two years ago? That you started? Sort of started, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was actually explaining that to uh, my Uber driver uh, uh, today. Really? He was, like, oh, man. he was like, oh, a lot of people come through here with their with their bikes and stuff. I was like, yeah, they're not supposed to. We were kind of at war with the bikers for a little bit. We didn't have to be, but it kind of happened. It's over, though. We're good now. Yeah, somebody came up to the window mid-primetime, knocked on the glass, and started yelling at them about it. You could hear them yelling. But just primetime, though. They completely skipped KGON. And said, well, it was because we were the ones who did the video that started it all. Oh, well, you'll be all right. Hence why it was partially my fault. You'll be all right. <laughs> you shouldn't ride through here. I think there should have been some signs anyway. But it's Guys, it's good. a parking lot. Like yeah, there's there's paths, but it's all good. Don't don't ride through the parking lot. But yeah. hey, it'll be, be someone safe. else's problem in a couple months. Yeah, be safe. <laughs> Just saying. All right, we'll take a break. Coming up next, Tom Brady is back. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 10-19 here on your Sunday morning. Mike and Rashad with you till 11. The uh, least surprising unretirement of all time? I don't know if you felt this way, Rashad. I mean, you, you're a much more of a Brady fan than I am. Obviously, you're a Patriots fan, but... We saw Brady's retirement news that was then not news, and then he came out and retired two days later. And I th- I think deep down, I kind of thought he was going to come back. I, I, I didn't think it would be this soon. But I had a feeling that maybe Brady would sit out the year and he would realize just how much he needed that football, whatever that it is that he gets out of it, the stability or the – the competitiveness or whatever it is it is that's most important to him. He would miss that so much and know that he still had the ability to play well that he would go back. I didn't know if it would be with the Bucs. Maybe he would go back to the Patriots. Or, I mean, I guess they got Mac Jones, so probably not. But I, I just had a feeling that Brady would come back. It just seems to be how he's wired. However, two months after he announced his retirement, I didn't see that coming. Not for one second. I saw the news. I was like... God, this has got to be fake, right? There's no way he's coming back. And then you see it's real, and he's the one posting it, and you're like, oh, my God, he must have hated his home life so much. <laughs> he must have been sitting there like, this is what it's like to be a dad? This is what it's like to be a husband? I have to do things? No, 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 I'm going to go back to football instead. You know, it's it's sad because Brady could potentially kind of take a dump on the rest of his accomplishments. I don't mean he's going to – clearly he's always going to be the, the greatest of all time. But what are you – what are you what are you proving? And I think that's my big thing. I can understand if this were a Jerry West situation to where you just – you keep making it, but you just can't get over the hump. You're LeBron. You've been there ten times, but damn it, I just – I've only got four of them. I just can't figure out how to get over the hump. All that makes sense to me. 
But Tom Brady is first in wins, Pro Bowl appearances, Super Bowl MVPs, stats, completions, attempts, passing yards, passing touchdowns, three touchdown games, four touchdown games. Well, he probably doesn't have to prove anything. Not even done. That's just the regular season. Yeah. Postseason, he's first in appearances, game started, wins, Super Bowl appearances, Super Bowl wins, completions, passing yards, passing touchdowns, winning drives, fourth quarter comebacks. What else do you need to prove? You've got seven Super Bowls. Let's just be real. As good as Patrick Mahomes is, he's not going to sniff seven Super Bowls. That will I don't that I don't do that on Madden. That's never going to happen again. It's just it's just what it is. I can the smart money says that we will never see that happen again. One player dominate the league for twenty something years and win seven Super Bowls. And and I don't think I'm far off by by saying that. So my question is, do you hate being at home that much to where you're going to put yourself and your body through the mental and physical toll that it takes to play professional football? Because that's what it is. There's a mental there's a mental fatigue that happens there, especially after you play for what's going on now 22 years, 22 seasons for Tom Brady. I don't understand. Stay home. Be a husband. Figure out what it's like to be at your kids' football games every weekend. Figure out what it's like to be at your kids' soccer games during the fall. Figure out what it's like to spend time with your wife in November, in Jan- in, in January, when you should be playing playoff football. Figure out what that's like. Like, we don't, Tom Brady doesn't know if he even enjoys a normal life because he hasn't tried it. And so I'm, I'm just, I'm, for me, it's like I could understand if, like, he just continued. He had all these stats, but just continued to fall, sh- to fall short. All that would make sense to me. Tom Brady is the most accomplished football player slash athlete. Jordan don't have seven championships. He doesn't. Like, say what you want to. Jordan don't have ten finals appearances. Almost. He, I mean, he does almost, but almost don't count. Tom Brady's got two champion, uh, championships for two different teams. Got five MVPs. It almost sounds like you're like frustrated that he I'm, came back. I'm, no, because I'm, I'm trying to. I, it's like I could, like I said, I could totally understand if man, I, I left some stuff on the table. Like there's still something we didn't do. I mean, you, not everybody you, plays for that kind of level of uh, of need of of whatever it is. Like I think maybe he just wants to play because it's all he knows. And and like and, at this point, he maybe was just so uncomfortable breaking his routine that. I don't know. He needed the routine back. I feel like, and this could be just because the the family person in me. I feel like Tom Brady's given us enough. I feel like Tom Brady's. I mean, and I don't. I'm not one to tell somebody what they should do with their with 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 their own time. But I feel like it's okay for you to give fatherhood a real try, a real shot. Not to say that he hasn't, because I'm again, I'm not saying that Tom Brady isn't a great dad. I'm sure he's a phenomenal dad, and I saw his his documentary and. How much he loves his kids. I'm not saying that he's not a great father. Loves I'm sure a he is. too much, but I mean, you know, there's. I don't think there's a thing as long as it's not creepy or kissing or, them on the mouth. Rashad, it's a little, little, weird, little strange. A lot, of, a lot of people kiss their kids on the mouth. I'm not one of them, but a lot of people do it. So you know, it is what it is. All I'm saying is, it seems like there's just me. Just this is and who and who the hell am I? But it seems You're like Rashad there's Taylor. there's something that he's running from on the other side like we know this that's how it appears right that's then that's just how it appears i could be wrong but again this is you've you've every brass ring that you could imagine to grab you've you've got it and then you've got it three and four times 
So I'm just I'm 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 struggling to understand what the what the mindset is like. And if you just I didn't like the way we went out in the in the playoffs last year. Okay. I mean, did, did they I make suppose it to that the, could be it. Did they make it to the was it the second round of the playoffs? Second round, I think, yeah. yeah. So yeah, and I I guess that 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 could be it. But if you're Brady, you've 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 lived a life of seven seven NFL players. If everybody can, they can divide your rings up seven times. Tom Brady has had two different Hall of Fame careers. Think about that. Who else can say that? Peyton Manning was great in in Denver for a year, right? For maybe, maybe two years. They won a Super Bowl by, by year three or four, but he was he, he was like elite for he, like for two one, years for, for one two years that yeah. when they broke records and stuff. But I wouldn't say that's a second Hall of Fame career for Peyton. Is that one? That was a really another really good year for Peyton Manning. Tom Brady, first three Super Bowls, next four Super Bowls. Those are two totally different careers. Game manager Tom Brady, superstar Tom Brady. That's just kind of what it is. So he can break that up like that. But So I'm trying to understand what exactly he needs to prove to himself, what exactly he feels like he needs to prove to the world. And more than that, I want to know how his kids and his wife feel about dad missing. What if they were the ones year? who pushed him? They're like, maybe they were, Tom, st- can and, you go back to and playing? Maybe please? they were so tired of him wanting to be, <laughs> wanting to participate in their lives actively. that They were like, bro, go back to work. I we had a good it. thing going. Yeah. I can't take this. Go back to work. So it's a, it's very possible that I'm the one that's super, super off base and saying that, you know, he should go enjoy his life. But for me, I don't need to see nothing else from Tom Brady. I'm good as a Brady fan, as a Patriots fan, man, I am grateful for 20 years of sustained excellence, six Super Bowls, nine appearances, like, man, or seven, eight appearances. Man, I, hey, man, I can't be mad at that. Thank you so much. I've been able to brag and say my team is a winner for more more than half of my life. That's awesome. But for the most part, like, I don't need to see Tom Brady do nothing else. And the last thing I want to see him do is go out there and be a shell of himself. He is older, and he's made it look like, man, 45 isn't anything. But until he starts, there's – those balls become a little wobbly and stuff like that, and then we start going, Ugh. Well, we've already seen the wobbly balls. Yeah, we've seen it, but he just keeps pushing it out there. I mean, look, Tom Brady still played well this year. Tom he Brady was great. still probably the Second best. MVP. Yeah, he was the best, like, regular season quarterback of the year. So, I mean, he still got it. It's and That's the thing is it's not like he hasn't hit the wall like other quarterbacks have, and there's been signs, but it still hasn't been. So obvious. I mean, he's going to come back, and the Bucks are going to be great again. I mean, it's just, it's just yeah. that. That's a fact. And it's a division that they should just, they should win, no problem. And you know, it's a division. conference that will be much easier. Yeah. Than the AFC. Yeah, so absolutely. He should have a decent run. So I mean, hey, look, I, I don't love Tom Brady, but I think the sport's better with Tom Brady in it. I think there's storylines to it. I think it's exciting. I think it's a little bit tired at this point, but. Even a tired Tom Brady storyline is better than no Tom Brady storyline. I so. think it's time for him to just step aside. There's a great young crop of NFL quarterbacks right now. And from the Herberts to Mahomes to uh, Lamar Jacks, like there's there's a bunch of great faces in the NFL. It's almost one of those things. Almost every team has a guy. So I think Tom Brady can bow out gracefully. Everybody else from his era is gone, and it's okay for him to relinquish. Well, Rodgers is still around. I know he's Rodgers, slightly Rodgers is, sa- Rodgers is still around, but Rodgers, slightly you, after the era, Rodgers but... came in ten years after Brady was in the league. You know what I'm saying? So not ten years. I mean, well, Rodgers what class of 2008, 2000, 2007, something like that. Yeah. Like so, yeah. Brady's 99, so damn near ten years after I guess he got so, to the league. Yeah, well. So, so yeah. So I mean, outside of that, everybody Breeze, uh, um, obviously both Mannings are gone. 
Philip Rivers is gone. Like all of your contemporaries are gone. It's okay for you to to ride out into the sunset. Let's take a quick uh, quick break from football here, and in this next segment, I want to chat a little Blazers, but in relation to Chet Holmgren, who is the Gonzaga star, who well stars. Not necessarily the right word. The uh, the seven-foot guy who looks kind of like he has the game like Kevin Durant, but he's so awkward looking because he's tall and skinny and, and white that it doesn't fully fit. If the Blazers were to get a top two or three pick in this year's lottery, there is a section of the fans and analysts who say don't draft Chet Holmgren because he won't help the win-now mindset. Is that the right move? Is that the right idea or not? We'll get to that next. First, a sports update. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. All right, only a couple segments left on the show today. Want to get into a little blazery segment here we like to even though the blazers suck this year we like to give them a little love on the show do we yeah okay i mean there's there's still topics to be discussed what is, is it? it am i wrong i don't know i guess man. i don't know i've been i've been Look, very they're, they're tanking which is fine yes which is not fine it's not fine to watch well it's great for the for the franchise I want my money back root sports <laughs> <laughs> um this topic is kind of blown up this week because Chet Holmgren, the seven foot skinny, lanky guy who looks like he shouldn't be good at basketball, but is surprisingly good at everything, uh, is playing for Gonzaga in the tourney and uh, played really well in the first game. I didn't get to see his stats yesterday, but I don't, I don't think he uh, played quite as well in the second game. He is a projected top three pick in this year's draft. The Blazers are currently in the lottery. They, I think right now, have the sixth pick and the ninth pick based on their spot in the in the order and the Pelicans' spot in the order. It is feasible for them to get up to five. Uh, I think that's the Pacers. But beyond that, they're not catching any of those other crappy teams. So the best-case scenario would be for them to get the fifth highest odds to win the lottery. If the Blazers do wind up getting a top three pick, the Chet Holmgren big man blazer fear is going to be all over the place. 
And it's warranted. I mean, the Blazers have not drafted a good big man in uh, how long? Ever? I mean, they, they did the Greg Oden, and you got the, the Bowie, and you got the Collins, and you got the Leonard, and any big guy they've drafted, at least at least somewhat recently, has been a disaster. Chet Holmgren is super unique. He's also incredibly raw, and he's skinny as all hell. It's bone skinny. And there is a there's a debate going on right now amongst Blazer fans that if the Blazers do wind up with a top three pick, they shouldn't take Chet Holmgren because it will take him multiple years to be ready to contribute effectively. And they're in the Damian Lillard's here window. And they need someone who may be slightly more ready now, even if the ceiling is not quite as high. It's an interesting conversation. One, Joe Cronin, the interim GM, who's likely just going to be the real GM, assuming he does okay this offseason, has said no matter where they are in the draft, they're taking best player available, which is not what Neil O'Shea did. And I'm happy with that. I mean, Neil O'Shea skipped out on some good players because they – they had guys at that position. And and frankly, previous GMs have done the same thing. Uh, <laughs> you take Martel Webster instead of Chris Paul because you, you had a point guard, right? Like that's that's been a problem for the Blazers where, I mean, you took Greg, o- Greg Oden over Kevin Durant. You took... you, <laughs> yes, you took Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan. <sighs> yes, I know. Because you already had that position. The That's been a problem for many, 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 many moons in the Blazers franchise. And Cronin's just coming out and saying, look, I don't care about positional fit I'm taking the best player available so keep that in mind in this conversation would you draft Chet Holmgren knowing it's going to take him longer to reach that level of of helpfulness or if you're in the top three would you be taking a guy like Jabari Smith from Auburn as opposed to Chet Holmgren are we talking about the Blazers if the oh, Blazers okay. are not touching Chet if they don't get in the top three. No. So yeah. this is only and a question as if the Blazers somehow get a top three lottery pick, which is not impossible. I mean, they made the odds easier in the NBA to get uh, to try to make tanking worse, which uh, or less uh, less exciting for teams, which is not working, obviously. Um, th- that's the only time this question will come into play because he's going top three no matter what. So no, I don't know if he's going to go one or two or three, but he's going in that range. Would you take Chet in that in that window? I'm sorry, I couldn't. Um, only because as you start looking at the teams that are at the top of the draft board and the Blazers being one of those teams, none of them are in quote-unquote win-now mode, right? Like um, the Thunder is a good team with Shea, uh, Shea Gilders-Alexander. I think he's a great young player. He's only going to get better. They got um, Dort. Yeah, they got, you know, uh, Dort is a, a Dort. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good and he's a good young player. Um, I think the Pistons are trying to build something. It's going to take them a long time. The Rockets are trying to build something. It's going to take them a while. Magic. P- Magic is obviously trying to build something. It's going to take them a while. Portland is the one team that has a bona fide superstar on their team. Portland's and Portland one- is trying to do the reset, not the rebuild. Yes, I honestly think that Chet Holmgren. He can shoot. You know. Um, he can he can protect the rim, but he is very slight. He is still really small. I'm not I'm not and, kidding. He's been compared to Kevin Durant's skill set, which I don't which I don't necessarily agree with. Number one, also Kevin Durant is skinny as hell. Yes, as well. but number one, what we have to remember, um, the way Kevin Durant moves 
is different. The way Kevin Durant moved, now we, now let's go back to Texas in 2007. The way Kevin Durant moved, he was a seven-foot guard. Like, he could dribble, and he was stepping back, and he was dribbling past people. Like I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm not comparing Chet to that level, no, no, but and, and that's, and I think that's Chet the, can move. And I think that's, was, that's what made Kevin Durant so special, is that he was essentially a seven-foot two-guard who can move like that and shoot like that. Chet can't move like that. His footwork is still, he can't. His footwork is still pretty, pretty sloppy. Like, next time you watch him, just really he looks look at a little out of control. Yeah, yeah, there are some things like that. And so for me, I've been bank. I've been, if you're going to draft Chet Holmgren, we've got to trade Damian Lillard. Because now what you've just done is you put the Blazers back in a similar situation of we can't win right now. Because Chet in two years might be ready to go. Not right now. Because the, the ceiling on Chet is something we've never seen. No, absolutely. Because he's then, a totally unique player. And let's think about this. Who's the last Gonzaga player to really mean anything in the NBA? Can you think of him? I can. Dan John D- Stockton. Dan Dickow. <laughs> John Stockton. Yeah. Outside of John Stockton, there's been a, we're still waiting for Jalen Suggs, and there's a good chance he could win Rookie of the Year this year. There's a good chance, you know. But Really? He hasn't been that good, has he? But none of the rookies have been that good. You know, and that's the thing. Like he could win well, MVP. Kate Cunningham's actually playing well now. Kate now he's playing good. You know, but he for, for a long for time months. it looked it looked really bleak. You know, for Cade Cunningham. Oh no, we know who's winning Rookie of the Year. It's easy. Yeah, it's Evan Mobley. No, absolutely. You know, and Mobley, and, and even still, I think a lot of people haven't seen Evan Mobley play. You know, I think there are a lot of people that well, you should watch the Cavs because they're good. No, the Cavs are great, and but, Mobley is amazing. Yeah, Cavs are really good, and really Mobley is one of the reasons that they've been so. So good this year. I and know Darius Garland. I know a lot of the uh, contention is going to go to Darius Garland, the All Star, who should have made the All Star without All Star game without being a um, a backup, you know, a, a injury replacement. But you know, he's on the team. Whatever, nobody's going to care in the future. I don't think the Blazers. I don't think he, Chet Holmgren fits at this point with this Blazers team it's and with, a, it, with Damian Lillard. It's a scary thing to say, a scary decision to make, because. This is not a fair comparison, but it's in terms of guys who have potential of superstar but aren't ready quite yet. He reminds me of the Giannis decision. And Giannis was taken 15th, 16th overall, and he was uber raw. He was all athleticism and length. And Giannis wasn't elite his first year. No. He wasn't elite his second year. And now he's a monster. So are you willing to risk not taking an opportunity on getting the next monster who's too totally unique. I'm not comparing his game to Giannis, just mm-hmm. someone who doesn't compare to anybody else. No, I, I think that would be that's, that's a huge. Ideal. It's a risk to pass on that. It is and take a more quote unquote ready player. However, I kind of am with you. The Blazers are keeping Lillard. He wants to stay. As much as some fans, you've said you, you think they should trade him, it's not going to happen. So. Knowing that, and Dame is wanting to win now, and you need to make as as good of a reset as possible. One, I think you could probably trade the picks, which is an option that you can take. But two, if you are going to take it, take the guy who's more ready to be a bench player and help you in year one. Right. You know, I'm, I I don't know exactly who that is. I, I I trust Cronin and the scouts and the Blazers. They do generally do a good job scouting for college level stuff. Um, is it Jamari? Jabari Smith from Auburn, maybe. He's a beast and he's a forward. So maybe you do that and he gives you that better chance right away to get, oh, I don't know, like seven and six off the bench. 
and give you just a consistent player. Maybe he breaks out and he starts immediately. Maybe he's that good, you know, top top three pick could could be possible. Um, or you trade it. But it's just an interesting question because Chet's so unique and has the potential to be so great. And the Blazer fan base and the franchise is so snake bitten by that position and by that style of player that it, that it adds an extra layer of intrigue to it because oh, it's like fans don't want anything to do with Chet Holmgren because they've been scarred so many times. But if you remove the fan hat and look at it just from a pure logic standpoint, it's tough to argue not, not taking him just, just based on the potential alone. No. Yeah. It's based on potential. It's tough, but you know, we drafted a guy named Myers Leonard based on potential. We also drafted another dude um, named Zach Collins from Gonzaga. As a freshman. Based on potential. Yep. Based on the fact that this guy could be great. Brandon Clark is probably the best person who have played to play in the NBA to have gone to. No, excuse me. Sabonis. DeMontis Sabonis. I forgot about Sabonis going to Gonzaga. Outside of that, um, it's been pretty short. Now, if the Blazers had got that Sabonis. Okay, I might feel a little bit different about, you know, the 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 quality of, of big man coming out of Gonzaga. But the truth is, I don't know. I've I've seen I've been we've been burned too many times by um Look, I, the project guy. And I, that's exactly what Chet Holmgren would be. He is a project. As, as good as he is, um, not NBA ready yet again. Not he needs to put on as weight. quick like and for Damian Lillard, who we would hope we want to win with the next couple of years. I don't know if Chet Holmgren, or to, to be honest, any one of these top five picks in the draft helps the Blazers do that now. Well, then trade it. And and I think if you get a top three pick, man, you can package that with some stuff and then get you another superstar to play along Damian Lillard. The person, and not even a, I'm not even talking about like, oh, you need to go out and get Kevin Durant. That's probably not going to happen. But when Jeremy Grant was available, that's something that could have helped the Blazers. Yeah. That somebody paired with Damian Lillard, okay. We might have something here. They were asking for two firsts, though, for Jeremy Grant. Yeah. And I, I understand not not biting at that price. Yeah. And, but. I'm not, and mind you, I'm not saying Jeremy Grant. I'm saying a, a star like that. Like you don't have to go above and beyond and go get Giannis. Like some here, guys. Here's aren't the thing, have though: it. if you have a top three pick and you're going to trade it, and in this year's draft is pretty top heavy, you might be able to go get somebody better than Jeremy Grant. Yeah, in that absolutely. realm as well. Absolutely. And again, I'm not. I don't want anybody to think that I'm saying the Blazers should have got Jeremy Grant. I'm saying that guy, <laughs> that guy, uh, along with Damian Lillard, along with the rest of that team, could have made a lot of noise in the Western Conference. That's what I think. Well, we'll be interesting to see what happens with that. We're not too far from the end of the NBA season, thankfully. It's right around the corner, man. It is. The Blazers are about to hit their stretch of all the games against the easy teams, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see how hard they can tank going into those games. But uh, we're getting close to the end, and that means the excitement can begin. This offseason is uber exciting mm -hmm. as a Blazer fan, for Blazer fans. There's fear because the Blazers have never done great in free agency, but there's new hope because it's a new GM, and you, you get to see what potentially could happen. They've got as many assets as they've had in years to make trades. Let's see what they do. Let's see what interesting team composition they can come up with that uh, maybe gets them back into the upper echelon of the Western Conference. I'm pessimistically optimistic. Okay. You're pe okay, you're pessimistically optimistic. Yes. So there's some hope. Yes. But you've been beaten down too many times. There you go. You expect nothing. There we go. All right. Well, let's break. Quick segment to wrap it up next. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan.
Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Finally saw a movie I was super excited to see yesterday. Which one? Dune. The new Dune. Oh, you know, I've, I keep seeing it. I haven't actually watched it, though. It was really, really good. Uh, it's a little bit slow. They they are making it multiple parts. Okay. So I think it's going to be a two-part movie. Maybe a trilogy. I mean, you know how they do in Hollywood. They try to stretch things into trilogies. Uh, this is a long book with a lot of stuff going on, so I get splitting it up. Okay. Um, it's a little bit slow, and the character development is a little bit lacking early on. But in terms of the visuals and the music and, like, the scale, holy cow. Okay. Amazing. If you just want to go see a visually pleasing fantasy sci-fi movie and you haven't seen the new Dune, it's awesome. The The sandworms are terrifyingly large. Uh, the planet is really well done. The, the equipment they use, the... I really just was kind of engrossed by the entire scale of the movie. That's what's up. And I, I love fantasy sci-fi, and I think part of the reason why is because of that scale and because of the, you know, the the world building and stuff like that. But right. I really, really enjoyed it. I I didn't see it in theaters, and then it was wasn't on HBO Max for a couple months, but uh, it was it's been back on for a week or two, so I was able to watch it last night. Really, really, really good. I have not seen it. I've heard uh, I've heard good things. You know, I've heard a lot of big name actors in it. I've heard very few people actually say, "Oh, that movie sucked." You know, but I'm kind of into sci-fi, not as much. But if it's a good movie, then I'll definitely check it out. It got a 90% Rotten Tomatoes, 84% Rotten Tomatoes, mm. 90% audience score. So, depending on which you care about, critics or audience, it uh, it did pretty well for itself. Now, did you see the Batman? Not yet. Not yet. So I, I wasn't sure. I felt very strange about Robert Pattinson being. The Batman. I, you know what? I, I, I enjoyed it for because I'm not a big, uh, I uh, wasn't a big Twilight guy, <laughs> but uh, so I kind of came into that like, oh, this is gonna suck. It's gonna rob Robert, Pat- Robert Pattinson being very emo this whole time, but it was kind of like a crime drama as opposed to a, like superhero, a superhero movie. movie. That's what I got from that. You oh, know, okay. Marvel likes to go very much, you know, superhero. This was more so like a dark kind of crime drama that actually, you know was a little more sinister than, than I was prepared for. So you get a chance, man. Go check. I think you'd really like the Batman. I, I, I've heard good things, and I've heard that Robert Pattinson's kind of elevated his career since Twilight. Like, he's yeah. actually done some things where he's a good actor. Oh, As forget, opposed to I, just I forget the movie Edward. he has with, uh, oh, man, I forget Spider-Man's name, his real, man, real name. Tom Holland? Yeah, he has a movie with Tom Holland, uh, I think The Devil in Us or something like that, The Devil in I forget what it's called. So Netflix is a really good movie. Slow, but he acted his ass off. Cool. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll watch it eventually. I'm not like, I'm not as on top of movies recently, but the Dune was one that I, I loved those books growing up. Loved those books growing up. So, all right, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks so much for listening. Les Schwab Tires Podcast is where you can find anything that you missed. And we'll return next week, 9 until 11, every Sunday. Have a very good rest of your weekend, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 